Yes, 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 yes. Welcome back to another episode of the D&D Project Podcast. We've been going for about a week. Got got a good bit of stuff to cover, a good bit of uh, comedy, some random seriousness. And we're going to jump all over. D. Nels, what's happening? I'm good, I'm good, man. I'm, I'm always glad to get back, chop it up with you, chop it up with the listeners, have a good time. So let's you know, we're gonna get into it. Yup. Yeah. So let's jump right into it. Let's get to the um let's get to the nonsense. Let's talk uh let's talk let's talk Mayweather and Jake Paul. So they had their little uh and I don't even know if it was on some WWE stuff or if it was real, but they little uh run in, they little he snatched his hat or whatever. Like I really I'm really confused at what Mayweather's doing because it's clear that he that he's not hurting for money. He's just like doing this for straight publicity and entertainment. But like, why is he willing to fight this little loser amateur boxer dude just for like shits and giggles? If, if you ask me, I, I literally think that I had to, I had to sit down and think about this. Cause I, I'm, I was a little bit confused on like a, a lot of people, right? I'm like, this guy is not deserving of this fight. Why would he do this? I had to start thinking about it. Like, Mayweather is a person that is obsessed, obsessed, because I'm trying to watch these, like, interviews, and I went back to watch other interviews. He is obsessed with telling people how much he's making for fighting. Like, just a match. If you go back to the, the, the Pacquiao joint, right? Remember that shit was like $100. I don't remember paying for that shit. Yeah, that shit was crazy. You fucking crazy, right? The whole world was watching that shit. Um, but instead of talking about the fight the majority of the time, because it wasn't really like, actually I wasn't like uh, going in and, and shit talking and, and going crazy. He wasn't doing that. The whole time he's talking about, I'm about to make a hundred million from doing this fight. I'm about to make a hundred million from doing this fight. Y'all don't even understand. I was, you know, this is easy work. Blah, 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 blah. And I wasn't getting paid like this in the beginning. I literally think he sat back and was like, I haven't got to talk. I haven't told motherfuckers how much I make from the fight anymore. And this real a chain came. And this is easy bread because these two are actually friends. They're cool with each other. But I don't think they're like buddies, buddy, but they've had interactions before. And they just was like, yo, this is going to be the easiest bread ever. This is even easier than when I was making a hundred million. I'm going to make so much money and it's going to be a story. Oh, hell no. I got to do this so I can talk about how much money I'm going to make doing a fight. You know, that's literally what I think it is, man. Yeah. Uh, Yo, but you're not. he's not hurting for upset. Yeah, he's not hurting for no money. So, yeah, I can agree with you. I think it's really just him just kind of like fueling his ego. Like, he really had nothing to talk about. He really had nothing to really do. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to talk about this money. And I'm going to talk about, I'm about to go fight for this money and I'm going to get this money. And, you know, oh, but money ain't no object to me, you know. I'm not really doing it for the money, but I'm going to make some money out of this. I kind of I kind of feel you on that. Like, there's no real reason for you to do it other than just to talk some shit and have your uh, face on the screen again. Yep. Yeah, that's what he talks like. Because, like you said, it's irrelevant. Like, all of this would be is irrelevant. Like, it's, I can understand certain people probably getting in the ring because they're like, yeah, this is a quick flip. Like, but he doesn't really... We, everybody already know Mayweather made a lot of money. Yay, yay, yay. I get to the point when I hear, like, when 
if I watch an interview and he starts talking about bread, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm over it. I'm over it. Because we, we've heard this for, what, 15 years, and if not eight, because I'm probably in my life, I will never make the amount of money that he's made unless I have some shit pop off. But, yo, okay, motherfucker, we know you made a lot of money. We know it. Just become a rapper, man. If you become a rapper, you can make a song, and we can fucking listen to it, and you can talk about all the money you make in a song, and then you can make money while you're making the song and still entertain people. But just fucking going on interviews and hearing about how much money he's going to make and a match and all this shit like that, I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm over it. I can't do it anymore. Yeah. Like, right. that, he always like, got on my nerves cool. with that. It was cool before. I was like, oh, damn, this motherfucker's about to... You know, because the boxers were getting ripped off back in the 70s and 80s and even the 90s. And then when he decided to fucking take things in his own hand, I was cool with him bragging about, you know, how much money he's making and all that stuff like that. But now it's just it's redundant. It's, oh, I'm over it. Yeah, at this point, it's just uh, it's just like background noise at some point. It's just like, uh, who was that? Um, Cash Money and all of them. Like when they first came out, was talking about how much money he was making and what they was doing. It was cool. It was funny. It was comical. It was cool. But then after a while, I was like, "All right, uh, yeah, we over this now." Like, there's no, there's only so much diamonds and toes and diamonds and ear and earrings and all that stuff that you can talk about before it's like, "All right, enough is enough, dude. Find something else to talk about. Find something else to get going." Because we're sick of hearing that foolishness now. But that's how he make his living. That's what everybody like. It's two reasons why people turn in tune into him. Either you tune into Mayweather because you hate him and you want to see him lose or get hurt, or you tune in just to hear him talk reckless for hours at hours on end about his money, about his cars, about everything he do, just like for no apparent reason because that's just how he feels about life. And as he should, I'm not saying that he needs to. Who the fuck am I to tell? I'm nobody to him, obviously. But what I'm saying is that, like, okay, we get it. Like, if if your interview from motherfucking 2016 sounds exactly like your interview from 2021, there's and the fucking fires have changed. What the fuck am I listening to? I could just fucking turn on the other interview and just play that shit. Like, how I feel about Mayweather is I want him. You know, I, he's a black man. I want. I'm glad that he's successful. And this is no hate because. Again, I probably will never. I acknowledge that unless some shit pop up, I'll probably never get to his status. Unless something, you know, unless something happens, right? So there's definitely not hate because it's not like you make a little bit more money and then all of a sudden I'm like, ah, fuck that nigga. I, I can get there. This is just observing someone that's just using the same playbook over and over and over again. And I, you know, I hope it's a good fight. I don't know if I'm going to watch. Matter of fact, yeah, I'll probably watch it because. Of the stuff I have in my house, but other than that, I just I can't listen to his interviews, man. I just can't. You're just completely over it, and yeah, like I'm over it. Like every once in a while, he'll do an interview where he's not really talking about how much money he's making. He's more so talking about like I have investments and I'm teaching people how to move forward and I'm trying to better this. Like I can listen to him when he's talking about that, and I can yeah. get with him and I'm like, all right, well, dude, he got some. He actually has some sense. But when he gets into all that other foolishness, I'm with you. Like I'm, I'm tired of do talking. I'm tired of hearing about your money. I'm tired of hearing about who you beat in the past and 
justifying why you didn't fight that person and, and the other person. I think like he really just needs to, if he does have all the investments and he does have everything set up the way he says he has it set up, like just fade to the background, dude, fade to the background, make your money, continue to get your bread and just chill out. Be like these rich millionaires and billionaires who you don't even know they have any money because they're just quietly doing their thing. But I think he's addicted to the fame. I think that's one of the things. He's addicted to the fame. He's addicted to the to the life of that. Like uh, like Ho said, people get addicted to the life. It's the life. It's the life. Yeah. And and there's again, I have no like what you just said is exactly what I'm for. Like when he's having interviews and he's talking about investments, you know, obviously he's on another level. So maybe there's something that he can probably throw some gems my way, and I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. You know, maybe I can apply it to my life. But when somebody's going on TV and like, hey, so tell me about your fight. Tell me about my fight. So listen, I'm going to take the Bentley there halfway, and then I'm going to take a fucking stretch limo that goes about fucking seven <laughs> blocks. And then when I get to the fight, I want them to put down a gold fucking rug that I paid for in cash. And then, <laughs> fuck. I'm going to talk about all that shit, man. <laughs> So you're right. He's a, I, I like you said. He's addicted. He's 100 percent addicted to the fame because this is a. Uh, I don't. I, I don't get the reason for the fight, and I understand he's going to make a lot of money. And I congratulate a black man making a lot of money. So congratulations to him. No, you know I don't have no ill will towards that shit. It's the the manner of like I don't I don't understand it, and I don't need to understand it because at the end of the day he's going to make a bunch of bread, but. If, if if someone's asking me if I'm going to be entertained by it, probably not. If I do watch it, it's because of the stuff that's in my house, and that's about it. Yeah, um, yeah I'm with you on that. Like, I, I don't think I'm going to watch it because I've never watched any of that dude, Jake Paul's fight. I really think it's going to – my, like, prediction or my view of the fight is going to be going to be similar to the McGregor fight. But he's just going to, like, dance around and hit and hit and hit. Then he's finally going to, like, hit him with a couple of good jabs, and then that's going to be the end of it. Like, the dude is an amateur boxer. He's not officially, like, a a professional boxer, but he's going to fight a professional boxer. So yeah. my prediction is I think, uh, I think dude's going to actually probably hit him a couple of times just because he has been fighting. But he's probably been sparring. The people he's sparring with are probably better than uh, <laughs> the dude Jake Paul. So I don't think it's going to be much, man. I think it's going to be really a waste. I think everybody's going to buy into it. Everybody's going to go to it, and everybody's going to pay this money for it just because it's the two of them. Because they put on the good, uh, they did a good job with the uh, WWE Vince McMahon scene, snatch his head, and then you see later pictures. His shirt is ripped, and he's got scratches on his face. So I think they did an awesome job at their little promotion and making people think like, oh man, these people really hate each other. Like nah, it's just all to get you all by bought in and get you all to jump on it and go running with it. Yeah, you know you're right. I, they did a good job as far as promoting it and, and that little scuffle or whatever the fuck. We uh, pretty sure that shit was planned or whatever, and it's fine. Um, yeah, but I, I don't know. I, I, my prediction, I think it's going to go the fucking distance. Even though if it was probably about three or four years. Earlier, I think he would get, I think, uh, Jake Paul, Logan Paul, one of the Pauls, one of the motherfuckers, <laughs> um, they would get destroyed. I think it would be like a, like a punching bag. Cause this, Floyd been fighting his entire life. And life. 
this fight, like, this motherfucker been fighting, what, a year, two years at tops? Three, mm-hmm. three, even for three years, smoking a fight in his life, his entire life. Punched his way out of his mouth. That's like all his life he's been doing shit. Yeah, I think it's a whole bunch of foolishness. I just want to know what's up with Floyd's hair. Like, why he still got a quarantine haircut? <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? At some point, you got to be able to get back in the barber. You you got all that money, you ain't got your barber at the crib. <laughs> like that dude still got the quarantine haircut. He was he was looking real bad out there in them streets. This motherfucker was cutting his hair with the floby. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> yeah, <that's terrible. laughs> the floby, he's stupid. Dude. Absolutely, absolutely horrible. I don't know what was going on, but he had a hat on. You know how guys be motherfuckers wear a hat when they ain't got no cut. Yeah, so I guess he was, and then motherfucker took the hat. I, I didn't, I didn't, I don't understand this. Remember back in the day when there were fighters going at each other, they would punch another motherfucker in the face, and the whole world would have to get in the middle of them. Now motherfuckers are taking the hat. That's what we had to go. <laughs> yeah, that's what we. <laughs> that's what we have the new generation <laughs> snatching hats, snatching hats like they used to do in high school back in the day. <laughs> like we was on the train. I got the hat. I got the hat. <laughs> I don't, so this is what we doing. Oh man! Shouts out to uh, them, whatever they got going on. Oh man! Something. Have you heard? Um, listen to the DJ Khaled album yet? I've heard multiple songs. I have about three or four songs I actually like on the album. I heard, uh, obviously, you know, Jay Z Nas album. That's I mean, song. That's just a uh, can't go wrong with those two, obviously. And then. Uh, they have the Justin Bieber song, which I actually seen the video today, and he has the Coolio haircut. <laughs> yeah, he do got dreads now. <laughs> what else I heard? I heard the Bougie Bomb. I heard the reggae joint, <clears throat> and then I heard the one with uh, I think it was with her. Yeah, I heard that one. Um, those were the decent ones I heard, and then I heard some other ones, and I'm like, <laughs> it's just not. It just wasn't. I wasn't. It wasn't for me. I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone, you know, people love it. Uh, I'm probably going to hear it again, but it wasn't for me. A couple of songs I heard I liked, but not the whole thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, as a whole, I'll probably give the album like a C. Like that, her song, I like her song is banging. Um, of course, yeah, of course, the, uh, the Hove and Nas is hot. It's a couple of other little songs in there, but. Other than that, like, yeah, I'm not, it really didn't impress me that much. It really didn't do nothing, nothing for me. That fucking uh, Cardi B song is trash. Yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. It was, it was again, another song that just wasn't for me. Nope. The um, both Drake songs are, they are, hey, they're nothing special. The Buju yeah. song is crazy. Yeah, yeah, but overall, it's not as, uh, I guess it got a lot of hype because of that um, "Sorry Not Sorry" song. So when people heard that, people just was like, "Oh, this album is going to be amazing." But yeah, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of it. It really don't do nothing for me. I listened to the whole thing. I was like, you know, and I listened to it twice because, like you said just oh, now, wow. you was like, "Well, maybe I need to listen to it again." Yeah, I listened to it twice, and just now, nah, it is not that special of an album. So a lot of the songs sound rushed Like they were just trying to throw something together right quick And he was on some like Hey just send me just send me a verse I'm going to throw it on here right quick It just wasn't nothing special 
not nah, a huge fan of a Khaled. You definitely saved me some time because I ain't going to listen to it again. I'll just take your word for it because I skimmed through it. Like, you know how you do when the first album comes, when the album comes out. Like, if it's not somebody you actually love, love, and DJ Khaled is just someone, I'm like, I don't know, I'll listen to it. I'll try to try it out. I'm, I go first. If you don't catch me in the first 30 to 45 seconds, it's a wrap. Like, I'm, I'm good. Like oh, okay. 45, 45 seconds would be. I can't. I can't do it after that. Now I'll listen to like I'll go. I say I listen to the first, the first verse, or at least listen to up until the um hook when the hook come in. Because I try, because I really be wanting to switch after my threshold is probably somewhere near yours. But I'm like, nah, I gotta give it a listen. I got maybe something's gonna kick in. Maybe somebody's going to drop a line that's going to draw me in. So I, I, I might give it like the whole first verse. Then I'm like, I, I can't do this no more. Because I can realize that the next three, four verses are all going to be the same exact thing. And I, I just can't do it. I can do I can do one. I can't do three or four. <laughs> but yeah, that John was, yeah. Of course, he's going to be, of course, he's what, number one. And of course, he's going to go probably like gold and all this other stuff. But. Yeah, nah, I could have kept that one. Or you could just redid a little bit of it, took his time with it. It just seems super uh, rushed. It seems like they was just on some like, yo, we got to get an album out. Or he was just on some, yo, I got to strike now right before the summer hit and get something, on the, get something on the streets. Yeah, right about that. That's the one I think it is. Because then I started looking, and now he's, he's dropping a bunch of videos. Yeah, so. so what? what? <laughs> yeah, I see so, that. It? It's got a video for like every song, like what, what you was doing. Yeah, no, I, 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 so I agree with you. It's probably rushed. You know what it is? Uh, Khaled before, uh, and this is just my opinion. I think before he was just like, man, I'm, you know, I'm in, I'm still grinding. I'm still grinding. I'm still in the, like, kind of like talking to himself, even though he had made some good albums, probably talking to himself, like, I'm still in the gutter. I'm still in the gutter. Now, when you're getting <laughs> versus regular, like, I'm going to put Nas and uh, JB together. When mm. you're just, and not, not to say that he never got uh, Nas or JB, but put them on the album, put them on the joint together. But, and then, then before, yeah, Beyonce and Jay. So that was like probably his biggest, but you know, it's a couple. So that's like a fucking package deal. Yeah. But I think once you are at the point where you're like, I'm just going to call JB and I'm going to see the Nas and see if they say if they can put them on an album together. I think you're, um, you know, I'm starting from the, I'm in the gutter, that's all, goes out the window and you just start feeling yourself. And like you said, you start rushing it. You just believe that whatever you put out, if I say, DJ Khaled, if I just scream enough, <laughs> motherfuckers is going to, it's just crazy. Now he do get his, um, he do get his flex on. He just be screaming randomly at the start, <laughs> at the beginning of every song. Yeah. He a new catchphrase so guy. He, he convinces you. That's what it is. It's like fucking mind trick. It's like, Mind Jedi, Jedi mind train. If I say DJ Khaled three times in the beginning, or fucking at least one time, they'll believe that shit is good and it's really trash. Mm. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, that dude. Um, I don't know, man. But it's like that now. I think a lot of artists are like that, where they just be on something like, "Yep, this is my name, and I can go ahead and uh, put this song out, and everybody's gonna listen to it." But you know that's what he's been doing, and if you look at all his um all his albums, they've all kind of like been like that, where they've had a couple of 
couple of bangers on it, and the rest has just been like some real subpar type stuff. But with them, with him putting the uh, those two together, with them putting um, Hove and um, Nas together, listening to that song and listening to how they were uh, kind of bouncing off each other a little bit, even though it's only two verses, I wouldn't be mad at a Hove and Nas album or EP. I don't even need a whole album. I wouldn't be mad at an at an EP from them. Like, just give us like Ooh. three, four songs. Oh, two. That album would be um, that would be fire, son. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That would be that would be uh, they got you know what? That I mean, obviously everybody's getting up there, and it's just, everybody gets older, and you know whatever it is. So I feel like they that's something that they should do. Maybe like an EP. I probably don't want to. They probably don't want to OD and fucking hit us with like fucking twelve and fifteen songs with. People are gonna be like, "Oh, they overdid it." So yeah. I think you're right. Like, eat would would just just right. Like, I'm, I'm like f- four, four, five. That's all we need. No, you're right. Like four, or five songs and just be fire. That way, like you said, they're not overdoing it. They're not trying to outdo each other too much. And they could all be on the same song. You don't have to have three songs with just hold or three songs with just nice. Just put four songs, five songs of them together. One, one he goes first. Nas goes last. Like just bounce back and forth like that for like four or five songs. Yo, I think it'd be amazing because both of them are at the point where they're no longer talking just straight drugs and and projects and gangs and all that. Now they really just be like talking some grown man rap, some money rap, some I'm married and good life rap. I think it's good business, man. I think they could really get it going with that. I I love the the context uh, the context that they had in the um, in that song. Just just listening to it, uh, I think I I appreciate that kind of rap. Now I appreciate it because Nas was more of a like positive, like hey, we need to be getting this money together. Not just me, like I'm getting this money, but I need y'all to get aboard. And I I, I really appreciate Nas's uh, rhyme. I appreciate both of them, but I appreciate Nas how how he uh, how he came off as far as like came off real positive and trying to push people uh, in that song. And I, mm-hmm. The fact that they're you know they're growing up, obviously they're in our age group, uh, and they're speaking, speaking speaking that stuff, and it's like fire. It, it means a lot because it's just it it's almost like okay, that rap is not as much as motherfuckers be like rap is dead. When shit like that comes out, you're like, okay, hip hop is still here. All right, cool. Whew. It's almost like a swing. You're like, oh, these shits are trash. Like the fucking Khaled album. You're like, oh man, I don't know what's going on with hip hop. Then you hear some shit like that, and then you're like, all right, whew. there's mm-hmm. some good hip hop still. Out. Yep, exactly how you look at it. Like, yo, it's still people out here with it. They still get into it. But hey, wishful thinking for well, that album. But we'll see what happens. We're running out of time. Like they only only could do it, but I, they can only do it for another ten, fifteen years. It's gonna. I mean, Hope will be in his you know mid sixties at that time, and he's gonna be on he on be on Joe Biden time. I don't know what he's gonna be rapping about. <laughs> the Joe Biden time, stupid dude. Yeah, so I, I I can only imagine. You know, it's like I was thinking about it the other day. Like, do you retire at sixty, even if you're still on fire? Like. 
Like Ace obviously does not mean anything. You know, Ace sitting on a mic. He's he's talking on a mic. Uh, and that's what people because people was like, Oh my god, I can't believe he's still the goat. Like he can't believe he's doing this shit. And I'm like, well, well, well he's just he's talking. Like, so he's going and he's talking. He's not fucking running the football. He was doing that shit at fucking fifty two like how god damn. But <laughs> he said he's I, just talking. <laughs> He's talking on the mic. The nigga probably sitting down. And and Hope is so fucking great at it. I've heard a trillion stories that he fucking just listens to the beat. And then all of a sudden, he goes into the booth and spits the shit. One take and gets the fuck up out of there. And ended that shit. And he's just like, all right, well, it's just the beat. Give him like 30 minutes to listen to it over and over again. And then spits his verse and then he bounces. So, I mean, that's not really... I mean, he's a genius at the stuff that he's saying. But people were like, I can't believe... I can't believe he's doing it at his age. Oh my God. Motherfuckers are acting like he's up here dunking. <laughs> at his age, dunking and fucking doing like 360s and shit. Like, you know, he's, he's talking. Literally talking on the beat. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that. People do be getting a little, little over-exaggerated. Talking about like, uh, he can still do it even at his age. Like, well, as long as his brain still works, huh? I think he should be good. Now, if his brain stopped working, he start getting, uh, all time or something like that. Then they'd be like, "Yeah, okay, uh, something's not right with this guy." Yeah, but I think he's good. Motherfuckers is acting like he's motherfucking like he's doing some like athletic work, like he's fucking juking and dodging in the booth and shit. Oh, oh my god, I can't believe he's in there sweating and shit. Like, no, he's just, <laughs> just talking, now, talking on some music. <laughs> talking. Now a story. What you call it? Um... Well, I was watching something the other day, and it showed uh, Skills, who does you know the Virginia rapper. He's when I started to yeah. wrap up. He said he was um like back in like ninety six, ninety seven, somewhere ninety eight, somewhere in that area. He used to always tell uh dude Clark Kent like, "Oh, I'll murder Jay Z. Like Jay Z can't handle me. We battle. I'll murder. I'll murder him." And he said he was in the studio. And Jay-Z came in there and was like, yo, throw that beat on that they did. I'm about to record my track. He said he, he sat down with a tennis ball, listened to the beat, and was just mumbling to himself, bouncing the tennis ball to the beat, just mumbling to himself. He was like, all right, I'm good. He said he got up, went in the booth, did the whole song, and was like, all right, y'all, holla at y'all later. I was like, yo, this dude oh, is amazing. That he, He's like, yo, dude, he said he ain't write nothing. He didn't do anything. He just sat there for about 20 minutes just bouncing a tennis ball, mumbling to himself, then went in and recorded a whole song. I can't remember what song they said it was, but it was one of his like better songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, yeah. but if you listen to a lot of people, they say that story like a million artists that uh, I think there was an, um, Travis Scott said it recently. Um, he said the same exact thing. You know, he just went in there. Just put the song and then left. It's amazing, man. Like, you have to be a different level of good at your craft to be able to do that. Because <clears throat> then, then you have to be a certain level of, um, of intelligent to be able to have that type of memory where you can mumble something to yourself and then regurgitate it, like, perfectly on a beat. And then just walk out like right, I'm done. It's good. You don't have to. You don't have to cut, edit, or anything. <laughs> like this is all good. Yeah. I heard Big was like that too as well. I heard Big would not write anything down. Little Wayne, I heard 
like these are like I guess urban legends, but that you know, multiple people have said those two people they don't write. They just go in there, spit and bounce. It's amazing, man. Which is which shows that that's why those three rappers were well are and were on a different level because they're just they're just spitting stuff that they can just come off the head and just pretty much listen to it. But that's crazy because the people freestyle. Like my friend, obviously, our you know our friend Words, he freestyles. He can go in there and freestyle. But but you know I speak to Words and he's like, motherfucker, I write shit down. And, <laughs> you know, and he's a lyrical genius. So it's like, holy cow! So the fact that they can spit great songs doing that is very impressive. Super impressive. So we're gonna hold tight. We're gonna do a little uh commercial out and then we'll be right back with you. With the knowledgeable, passionate, and experienced team, NTBM Global Rehabilitation is most preferred in Georgia for vocational expert opinions and life care planning services. We offer a wide variety of services to best help you in your unusual situations, such as injury, wage loss, earning capacity assessment, employability evaluation, life care planning, and medical cost projections. Located in Decatur, Georgia, we specialize in veterans' disability cases, workers' compensation cases, employment cases, matrimonial and divorce cases, long-term disability cases, and personal injury cases. We provide court testimony and are available for consulting, too. If you need a credible vocational expert opinion, medical cost projection, or life care planning service, feel free to contact us at 770-987-7414 or info at mtbmglobal.com or visit us at www.mtbmglobal.com because we are employing a global perspective to your rehabilitation needs of today. Yeah, 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 people, we are back. So, uh, my God, let's, uh, let's hit the Bill Gates thing, man. Bill Gates <laughs> was like, so at first I just heard they're getting divorced. Like, I heard, oh, I was like, oh, man, they're getting divorced. Like, he, he on some Jeff Bezos. Like, I'm like, I'm done. I'm tired of dealing with you. Like, I'm out of here. Now I'm hearing reports that, uh, one, there's no prenup. Which is crazy, but I guess maybe when they got married, I didn't really don't know when they got married, but there's no prenup, so that's wild. Like she can just go ahead and get like whatever because they had no prenup. And then I'm hearing like he had a side chick or a full on. I don't think it was a side chick. A side chick is like somebody who is kind of hidden and y'all creeping. Like this was somebody that she was like, yeah, you go ahead and be with her. Yeah, you can put her up in the house. You can do this for her. Yeah, I just know that you go see her on Tuesdays. Like I heard she like help arrange the whole shit. I'm like, yo, how do you? So where's the rift at? Like, what happened that pushed you to? Because it couldn't be that he was cheating, because you helped set it up. So, what made you decide to say, you know what? I'm done with this dude. I don't want to be with him no more. I think she was smart enough to be like, I'm gonna set it up, even though I don't want to be with this dude no more. <laughs> I think it was all the setups, huh? Son, if you want out of some shit, and if say. Say you want out of something, right? And you know your relationship is rocky. And then all of a sudden, you are at the point where you don't even care if that person is 
is with another person. And you just want to see how far they go. Because again, you don't you don't care if they if they mess with somebody else. And maybe they mention something about someone. Oh, I really like blah 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 blah. You remember that shit five years later. Oh, where did you like them? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you set them up and then all of a sudden, the next day, you're like, This shit's not working. I don't like the fact that you're cheating on me. And you're like, What? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I think I yeah, I had to take a guess. I have a feeling that she was over. And you know women be over this shit before you know. When they, yeah. You know, you ever know what I'll tell you when a woman's fat out, this is a rat. This is a rat. You can't do nothing. There's nothing. You can send you can send a whole florist. It doesn't matter. It's over. Yeah, you're right. I, think that's what... I didn't even think about that. She could have been um she could have been done with him long ago and just like, yeah, I'm just gonna put up with it for a little while longer. Or I'm yeah. just gonna put up with it till he do like one more thing that gets on my nerves and then I'm out. So she could have been setting up the whole time, son. Especially, you know, especially if she was mentally checked out. Imagine if she was mentally checked out. It's a wrap. It doesn't matter what somebody does after that. Yeah. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. The person could fucking come home with somebody in the same bed, fuck them while you're in the bed with them. It doesn't even matter. You don't even care because you already <laughs> mentally checked out. I don't give a fuck what you do. The motherfuckers start sneezing. You don't even say God bless you anymore. They fucking start breathing. You're like, yo, can you stop breathing so hard? You just start getting annoyed at shit. <laughs> like, why you, why you got to chew? You got to chew all your food? <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. You always breathing. Oh, my God. No. She probably was there. Yeah, that's she a good chance. Good chance she was already there. She was already like, yeah, I'm done. This dude doing what he want to do. I don't care what he's doing. Like, I don't want to be with him no more. So if he wants to go and uh and sleep with somebody, then so be it. If he wants to have a girlfriend, then so be it. Yep. She was like, I don't give a fuck. She was like, I'm about to go out and see Susan. And she was like, I don't give a fuck. I called Susan to make sure that she was at the restaurant waiting for you. Have fun, motherfucker. I don't. Get, go ahead. You and Susan go have fun. And yeah. that's what happened. And and from what I understand, and again, this is, these are the reports, so I, I don't know. Like, but I'm reading the reports like everybody else. But what I understand is that he gave her like $1.5 million in stocks or some, some $100 million in stocks that same day. And she was just like, you know what? I'm over it. That same exact day where he gave her the hundred and I think it was hundred and five, hundred yeah. Again, I could be wrong on the figure, but I know for a fact that he gave her like a, a substantial amount of money that day in stocks. Yeah. And then all of us was like, It's over. I'm over it. Yeah, he split some type of crazy number stock with her because I think it made her it made her like the richest Woman or like another woman billionaire or something. It made her something something special and like separate once she got that uh, transfer and all of that. So yeah, she told that shit hit her account. She was like, "I'm good." <laughs> she was like, "All right." She was like, "I am good." She was like, "All right, let me go ahead and pack this bag up." She didn't have to pack it; it was already in the closet. She's like, "Let me go get my bag out of the closet right quick." That <laughs> shit was already back in trunks. <laughs> she did the SpongeBob. All right, I'm out. <laughs> yep. 
So I'm going to head out. I'm done with you, homie. She probably doing that. Told him to go. Uh, you know, I need I need the ball like hundred five mil real quick. And he was like hundred five is nothing. That needs to be. Yeah, it's billionaire. So five million is like it's like ten dollars. And she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just need you to put it in stock though. And he was like stock. That's a five. Oh, whatever. You know, you my baby. <laughs> you so my all baby. of a sudden, and she, all of a sudden, how do you want it? I need you to put it in stock. And I need you to send me some of it uh, to my cash app. And he was like, all right, no problem. I got you. And she comes up to the cash app. And then once that bitch hit, she was like, she was like. Called her, she called her other boo outside piece and was like, <laughs> "We good, man. We good. We up out of okay. here." Yep. She's like, "Go ahead, go hey, to the me. go to the Bentley dealership, grab you one, and I'll meet you there to get mine." And we up out of here. Jeff Bezos' uh, wife literally um, is a whole new relationship with a teacher. For real? That's serious. She got a teacher, damn. <laughs> She was like, yeah, I'm, rich. I'm tired of you rich motherfuckers. I need me I need me somebody to go to work every day that can appreciate life. She's she's rich to the point where like it doesn't matter what a motherfucker it didn't matter what he was, he wasn't gonna be richer than her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, ain't nobody gonna be richer than her. Yeah. You got yeah, a point there. She could have got up with Jay Z, and that's still like poor money to her. She was like, You were two billion dollars? That's a fucking joke. I'll go to I'll slit my wrist if I only had two billion dollars. So, probably being cutesy with him, like, oh, that's so cute. You know, you put, put your money away, baby. <laughs> Save your money for later. Exactly. <laughs> the, the, the thing that had me was like, it didn't matter who she married. Like, people were like, she married a teacher? Like, who who could she have married that was on another level than she was already at? You know what I'm saying? Like, she could have married a homeless person. It did not fucking matter. When you're at that fucking level, it don't matter. I'm rich. I'm richer than you, no matter what you say. You can put 30 people together. I'm richer than all 30 of y'all. Man. Ain't that something? <laughs> Ain't but that yeah, something to say? Like, like, I can marry a whole whole flock of you, and I'm still better. Exactly. You know, that, when you're at that level, that's exactly what it is, y'all. Mm. You just have, like, she's, I think she was worth, like, and again, this is all off the head, something like 46 million after the divorce. 46, excuse me, excuse me, because million is a joke. I don't mean to disrespect her. Uh, $46 million. <laughs> so I don't so, mean to disrespect her. I don't, yeah, mean, to, I don't mean to insult your status. Million is like a quarter. So my bad. I, I didn't mean to disrespect her. $46 billion. That's um, just so marriage is about money. Love is like, whatever. I'm, you good. Yo, could you go back to work, son? If you yeah, marry someone like that, you going back to work for for a week or so? Am I going back to now? If I'm him, the teacher, let them kids say one bad thing, son. I'm out of there. <laughs> That's what I was just thinking. Yo, as a teacher, you just go to you just go like I'm gonna go to work every day until until Jimmy say something to me. Jimmy been trying me all year long. <laughs> I'm gonna go to work, and if Jimmy say one thing to me, I'm gonna let him have it. I could definitely see that shit right there. I could definitely see that going to class, and he'd be like, "Mr. Mr. Jenkins, man, man, you just get on my damn nerves." You know what, Jimmy? Fuck you. Fuck your mama. (laughs) 
<laughs> just go get my uh, Tupac on. <laughs> Fuck your daddy. Fuck your family. As a staff, <laughs> record label, as a motherfucking crew. Jimmy, <laughs> you old gay ass Jimmy. I just just randomly just go all all the kids in class and be like, yo, what the hell happened? Just happened. I'm gonna tell tell who you want to tell. <laughs> I, <don't give> a- <laughs> <laughs> I buy this bitch. <laughs> Turn this to a charter school and kick you out, Jimmy. That's a fact. Yo, when you're that bitch, I don't understand. Like, God bless anybody that's like, uh, like over twenty billion dollars. You know what I'm saying? Because you literally let somebody say anything. Let a motherfucker say anything to me. I'm buying the company. Like, yeah, I'm buying the company. I'm, gonna, I'm buying the company, so I'm gonna fire you. That's it. That's why. I, what you didn't put cheese on my burger? Burger King will buy this shit tomorrow. By the whole, by the whole corporation, and just fire John. Like, what do you want to do? Fire John. Store number thirty three. <laughs> but what do you want to do after that? Oh, after that, I'm selling the company. I can do what y'all want to do. Lost. I don't even give a fuck. I'm a billionaire. It doesn't matter. Uh, that'd be some. That'd be some real like bullshit right there. You buy a whole whole company to fire one person, and I'm like, all right, you can sell us back now. I'm done I- with it. I respect anybody that's, that's a billionaire that doesn't is not that petty. I respect them because that's all I think about them. That's the kind of mindset I have. When somebody tries to say some crazy shit to me, I'll be like, yeah, I wish I had enough money to buy this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I say it just like two. I say it just like that, too. I'm going to buy this motherfucker. <laughs> just on some real he, random shit. You can't do nothing to the person that makes you want to fucking yell. I'm going to yell you. I'm going to be like, fuck you, nigga. I don't even fuck about this job anyway. That's damn. Right? Yelp don't do it no more. Remember back in the day, motherfuckers were like, I'm going to fucking put you on Yelp. And motherfuckers don't care no more. They, motherfuckers, I, they'll pull up the page for you now. That's just hilarious. Right, there's nothing they can do. They're like, hey, that's not right. Oh, too bad. I own this bitch. <laughs> I oh, do what I want to do. That is hilarious, and it's like mad people. Um, and there's like random rappers out here shooting a shot, hitting her in her DMs on some real like, like they're about to go bag her. Like, like she don't need you, she don't want you. And if she do get you, she just uh, you'll just be a a, a plate thing for a couple of weeks. She's like, all right, dude, I'm out. Yeah, like it's been real. You, you know you can literally, like, people be like, I can't be bought. When you have that kind of money, you have to test that gangster. <laughs> you got to just see for yourself. You have to test it. Like, if if you're a, a let's say, let's say she gets out in the world and she does, she pulls up, fuck it, like, I'm just going to start seeing, I'm just going to see the world, fuck it. And some guy is in a relationship on the fucking the Bahamas with his wife, and he's, and he's like, He's her, and, and you know, hey, how's it going? I heard, you know, I'm sorry between you and Bill. And then all of a sudden, she's like, you know what? Fuck Bill. I want you tonight. And then she, she's right next to the wife or some shit, right? And well, I'm like, you know what? I'm with my wife, you know. And she's like, how much you cost? And then he's like, oh, <laughs> fuck you talking about? What do you mean how much I cost? And he, and then all of a sudden, he's like, I don't cost anything. I could never be bought. You're like, uh, fucking hundred million. He was like, oh, shit, no. You know what? That's not enough. I love my wife. 500 million. Ah, shit. Baby. 
I can't be bought. A billion dollars. Maybe I'll be back at the Rome. Just wait up for me. I, 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 I can't. I got it. a billion dollars, baby. Yeah, you, you know, I don't give a fuck who you are, son. That's a lot of money when she puts that in. Imagine she just fucking shows you the shit. Shows you her big talk. But you got to You have. Yeah. Nah. I have to take no. Nah, it's like. I need you to go right now. I'll give you fucking $500 million. That motherfucker. Shit. Baby. Make sure you throw it back two times. <laughs> throw it back two times. <laughs> you got to do. Make sure he has a good time. He might want it again. Come on, man. You got to do it for take it, take the L. The crazy thing is most, especially when it comes to women, he like he like a hundred million. He like, nah, I can't do that. She be looking at it like, what you mean you can't do that? Dang, if you don't get your ass over there, you don't get the hell out this car and go over there with that woman. But but baby, I love you. I, I want to do this to you. She like, listen, if you don't do it, I'm gonna go see if she want me. Exactly. Some, somebody gonna get something. That shit gonna be a money. Fuck out of here. There's too much. Money. That's money that you will never see. And you know how I look at life is like partnerships are obviously for love and yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a partnership. It's a business. Like you guys are in this together. You're supposed to be better in one and you're supposed to be better in the other, right? So if that opportunity comes around and somebody's like, yo, I got a hundred million dollars for your girl or wife, you're going to feel disrespected. But when that shit hits your account, you all the fucking thoughts that you were thinking about what they probably was doing is going to go right out the window in your fucking portion. You're going to be like, you know what? It's pretty, it's uh, okay. Room, room. I need that one right there. It, it, because you'll never see that shit. In your life, you'll never see that. But nah. you never know what happened between you and your relationship the next day, and then all of a sudden, you're like, I should take the hundred million. Should have took the hundred million. You're like, this is some bullshit. It was only one night. I could have fucking got over it. I would have drank myself your night and drank myself to sleep with some shit. It's it's crazy. Hundred million. That's a whole lot of damn money. So, uh, Olympics. The Olympics are talking about their. uh, You can't have. Can't do any type of protesting. You can't have any type of Black Lives Matter attire, clothing, paraphernalia, nothing on. I heard that and I was like, yo, what are the Olympics doing? Like, this is the biggest stage that could, uh, even though everybody should know what's going on, even though everybody, it's been in the world's mind and the world's eyes and there's been protests all over the world. What is the Olympics trying to do? This like, this is the opportunity for people across the globe to come together and express their displeasure and their frustration with the things that go on in America. And you're saying like, nah, y'all can't do it. Not at our event. Our event, you ain't doing none of that shit. But I look at it like, what would the Olympics be like with no black athletes? If you didn't have any black athletes, what the hell would the Olympics look like? And what is their what is their end game? What are they trying to accomplish by by doing that? Like, like I'm trying to just shut protests down because y'all don't want any. It could be a money thing. Could be because they don't want to lose um viewership to the games, especially since the games are what a year behind. But I don't get their point. I don't see what they're trying to accomplish. I don't see what they're trying to do. I don't know if they feel like this is not, you're supposed to represent your country and not you as an individual. But I think that shit is a, that's just, just wild. And if 
they if people really wanted to make a statement, like all black athletes would just boycott the Olympics. Yeah, I I, uh, I was thinking about this as well when I first heard it. I was just like you, like what the fuck? What are you talking about? And then you know uh, when it always comes to these political things, or when it comes to something like this, this is social justice, so it's not even a political thing. It's really social justice. Um, when it comes to that, I'm, I'm thinking like, like uh, first of all, when the hell, why, why would they say it? That's what what bothered me about the whole thing. Like, what is the, like, so from my from my understanding is that they don't want you to wear, but like, who's wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt while they're fucking? If the basketball team is playing, do you think they're wearing that as their fucking jersey? No, like I, don't, <laughs> I was trying to. Like, I'm not, fuck that, fuck this USA shit. I'm going to wear this fucking Black Lives Matter shirt that I bought from the city. No. So I was trying to figure out where they were going with this, but it was. It, I started to think, man. I started to think deeper. Like, this shit was mad. Like, it was unnecessary. They just had mm-hmm. to say, you, no one, zero people can wear social justice shirts. What they said was, you can't wear no Black Lives Matter shirt. Exactly. So what the fuck was that about? Like, no one even asked about wearing a Black Lives Matter. What do you even ask you? That's like somebody's like, when you come in the house and be like, when you go in someone else's house and be like, don't nobody ask me about my sex life. And you're like, what the fuck? We came here to watch TV. Why is you, nobody even talked about that. Well, it had nothing to do with nothing. So, I don't think, why would they say that? Uh, my thing, and I, I'm on your, I'm on your time, where I actually think black athletes need to be like, not a problem. No problem. Then I just refuse to play. Like I'm not for no. You can't force me to play. So at the end of the day, I would love to see what the Olympics would look like if black athletes, if black athletes was like, yo, well, you know what? Well, fine, cool. Well, fuck your damn, uh, fuck, fuck your Olympics. damn Olympics. Yeah, because it had nothing to do with Black Lives Matter in the first place. If you were just like nobody can protest, like if they would said it that way, it wouldn't have been so like what? Mm. It would have been fine. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, no I don't want to see no maggot shit. I don't want to see no fucking yeah. anti-Asian. I don't want to see no Black Lives Matter. If you hit it like that, then that's one thing. But when you say, we don't want to see no Black Lives Matter shit. It was Wait, too what? specific. Yeah. yeah it was that's way too like. specific. Like you said, if you don't like, hey, no type of social justice, no type of affiliation, only, only you can only wear... Paraphernalia or clothing representing your country, no type of social uh, t shirts, no type of affiliation t shirts or wear a paraphernalia or something. You're right. That would have that would have been much easier to digest. But when you flat out say hey, no black lives matters, that means you you specifically saying like, Yeah, I ain't got we ain't got time for y'all wearing this shit, so don't wear it. And it's really if you look at it, it's really targeting Specifically, black athletes in in the black quote unquote black dominated sports like your basketball, your track and field, maybe, and with the um with the uh, young lady that plays tennis. Um, God damn, her name is her name is uh oh, me right I now. Think she's actually in Japan right now. I yeah, she's representing Japan. Japan. She's representing Japan in link, but you know she always has some type of Black Lives or. Brianna Taylor or George Floyd, she always has something on representing the the culture and the issues that are going on. So those are the people you are targeting directly. So my thing is, what's going to happen if somebody shows up with a um, 
a MAGA hat on. What do you do? Are you going to pull them aside and be like, yeah, nah, you need to take that off? Or are you just going to let them rock? I doubt they're going to let them rock because they know the, uh, the backlash will be crazy. I just, I'm on, I'm with the first thing you said. I think people need to be like, not a problem. It's not a problem. I'm like, if LeBron and the rest of if everybody sticks together and be like, you know what? Not a problem. It's cool. Cool. I already got a fucking medal. It's cool. You send whoever you want to send, but I'm not going. Mm. Because you you targeted. It has nothing to do with like how I really want. I probably wasn't going to bring the Black Lives Matter. I wasn't even thinking about it. But now, fuck you. I don't want to do it no more. And and the, the the people that could do it are the NBA players because they're on another level. Like if, you know, if some other people do it, they probably can't afford to do it because they've been training for this their entire life. And it's like yes. I can't let a shirt stop my 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 goals and my my livelihood and shit like that. So. Gotcha. You want to take a stand, but you, but this is their livelihood. No, I can't fault nobody when they do go and this is their first Olympics and they've been training this shit since they were two. And you're like, how dare you go because they said something about black But yeah, when they come back home, we're not going to feed them. We're not going to, you know, mm-hmm. no give them that. I'm on endorsement. I can't tell nobody what to do and what to not do. So NBA players are probably the most prominent to be like, well, fuck you. How about we don't do nothing then? We just want to take a stand. Yeah, and I don't know if they win it, but if they are, that will probably be the biggest. That will be probably the biggest stand that they took since you know when they was uh, since when everything was going on last year. They uh, they uh, just stopped playing for like a game or two. Yeah, definitely would be a huge statement. I don't see it happening. I would love for it to happen. I don't see it happening because I think somebody is going to be like. Man, I'm going to play for a limit. I want me a gold medal. I want to represent my country. So some, even if they organized it perfectly, somebody's going to go do it. But it would be a, oh, yeah. it'd be amazing if they were to do it. If they all the black athletes would like, yeah, nice. But like you said, it would have to be, it would have to be basketball, tennis. It's not. It's, not, it's very few black professionals in golf, but it have to be. Those individuals because they have a strong livelihood outside of they're doing the Olympics out of just pure. My country's asking me to do it, so I'm going to go do it. But these track and field people, like you said, they've been training their whole lives for this four year span. Like you only got maybe two, if you're really great, three Olympics. So it's that four eight. You got twelve years to shine, and you're really just shining for your love of the sport you're playing. Like track and field is not a huge. Money maker outside of the Olympics, they make some money now because they have their races, they have a few endorsements here and there. But of course, you know they're making nowhere near the money basketball players make. So you're right, the people that would be able to make a stand and be like, "Yo, now nah, we're not doing it, screw y'all," and then not hurt them in the long run would be the basketball players. Yeah, and I'm looking like if I see like LeBron say something like, "You know what? I'm oh, I'm good." If I see the LeBron chip, I see that motherfucker. If I see that one fall, I know other ones will fall along with it. Like, not everybody, like you said, because other people will probably go like second tier motherfuckers will be like, you know what? This is this would have been my only chance to go <laughs> because LeBron and the other stars are not going. So fucking Kevin Durant and all of them are like, yo, fuck you. So this is my only shot to go. So I can't. Again, this is one of those things where you can't blame somebody. Because this is their livelihood. Like I'm, I would never get a shot to go to the Olympics if LeBron and KD was like, "I'm going." So fuck it, I gotta go take this chance. This is just my opportunity. 
Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, but if they say it would be a big stand, even if they just did it and people still went, that's fine. But it still would show, like, uh, you know, we didn't like what they said. Then I don't even think they went to retract what they said. Like, oh, nope. we said it wrong, whatever like that. It wouldn't have mean anything, but they didn't even retract it. They were just like, yeah, we said what we said. No Black Lives Matter shit. So it's rap. <laughs> <laughs> we, we said, we said, like you, you heard this the first time. Yeah, you heard what the hell I said. What I said, so it's like I don't know, but I, I'm definitely like you. I'm hoping that I don't give a fuck if it's one athlete. I'm with it. Like if one athlete is like, you know what? I'm not going. And I, it, it, the only people that would be doing it is NBA because at the end of the day, a lot of them already have medals. And to go to get another medal is like, all right, well, cool or whatever. And how how my thought process is. How I feel some black athletes feel about the medal after last year, it's been diminished. Like, they might want it, but it's like, I'm getting it for a country that don't talk with me. Yes, that, that is a good point right there, son. It's really like, you want me to go represent a country and win, quote-unquote, win for my country, but y'all not respecting me in my country. Like, I can go ahead and win y'all this medal. But I can't walk down the street without getting harassed, assaulted, or potentially murdered. So yeah, you're right. It it, um, it has diminished. I think the overall country in a lot of people's eyes have has diminished. Whereas before, people were um, people were aware. I think now it's even is being put in a face to where before when they were aware of it, like yeah, man, that's messed up. That happened to own. So oh well, man. Now it's like, well, damn, it's really happening. Like, that wasn't an isolated incident. This is something that's continuously happening. I no longer feel the way I feel. Now, not that I'm going to run out and leave and go someplace else. I just get a a better understanding of how much my life is valued in this country. Yeah. And like like you said, everybody knew it before, but now they're on a microscope. They're on a microscope. Like, so, you know, for somebody like, again, this is just for them because... Everybody else has been, they literally have been, I can't tell somebody who's been training since the age of eight. Somebody's been training on the fucking parallel bars all the way from the age of eight. This is their first shot to go to the fucking Olympics and be like, uh, you know, they said something about about the the Black Lives Matter shirt. I don't know if you should go. Like, I can't, I can't, you can't tell that person that. You you know? it's, it's harsh to, to tell them that. It's harsh to tell them, yeah, nah, you don't need to go because of this. That's like yeah, hella harsh, man. They're selfish. That's selfish. That's not like one. It's not a game. It's not a, a one game, and I need you to sit out this game because they're acting up, and we need you. That's all right. I'll sit out this one game. Who gives a fuck? But come on now, we're talking about somebody who's been doing this their entire life. This is their like we both know. This is their livelihood. This if if they do win a medal, their life will change. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like their life. And as much as they're probably like, man, I, I'm for the cause. I, you know, I don't like what they said. I have to go because this is for my livelihood. I got kids. I got a family to support. Blah, 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 blah. So, I, you know, I get it. I, I can understand both situations. Yeah, I completely, like I said, I completely get it. Now, if those people did pull out, I'm like, yeah, no, nah, I ain't doing it. I know I've dedicated my whole life to this, but I ain't doing it. I'm out. Like, you got to respect them, and somebody should step up and hit them with something. Like, yo, here go, here go this quick he got this quick uh hundred grand, you no, know, go stack your money, chill out for a little while, make sure you got your family straight, but I'm gonna give you this hundred grand because what you're doing is outstanding and I know you didn't have to do it. 
you know, you would hope that people would look out. Like, if they would, like, it's one of those things where they'd be like, I'm, like, if they said a speech, like, I'm not going, I was uh, selected to go to the to the Olympics, but I'm not going um, because it's just against my morals or what they said, but I am putting up this motherfucking GoFundMe because, uh... <laughs> I got these bills. <laughs> shit is about to get real right with me. So, uh, this GoFundMe is about to go up. So, if y'all say that y'all love me like I say y'all love me, Go to www.gofundme.com and uh, hit me up. So uh, give me something. Yeah, you pray that people would look out. Yeah, well, we'll see how it all plays out. So, son, I was messing around. I think I was on Instagram and scrolled up and saw this uh, thing called Cameo. So, Cameo is this thing where you can um you could pay for the service where. They'll call you or you can get them to like call your mom or your brother, sister, your whoever and like wish them happy birthday, wish them good luck in their new job or congratulations at their promotion or even give them a motivational, inspirational speech to get them going every morning. The amount of money these people are getting paid to do this is absolutely insane. So I give you I give you one person. Did you ever see the uh, the Tiger King thing that was on um, Netflix? With the, uh, 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 what was it? Uh, yeah, where they had the tigers and they was like they, they yeah. killed the husband ever. The chick from oh, there, Carol Baskin, she charges three hundred dollars to leave somebody a message, son. What? <laughs> <laughs> Say what? It could be anything like his birthday. Fuck, go fuck yourself. Anything. Yeah, like, I guess you kind of tell them what you want them to say. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't want to click on it too much because I want to make a mistake in, uh, <laughs> in order this shit. Yeah. I don't want no fucking problems, man. But yeah, and and there was like you send them. You t- I guess you send it to them. You tell them what the, what you want them to say to the person, and they respond to you like in twenty four hours or whatever. She charges three hundred dollars, son. Then if you want to, if you she, if you want to send you a DM, it's twenty dollars. Send me a DM. Yes. By some intern. Fuck out of here. Go ahead and send Darnell a fucking DM and say, uh, "I got it." Just send him that real quick. She's probably yelling that shit from across the hall. Yo, this fucking. But what be what kills me is the prices that people charge. Like. Ezekiel Elliott is four fifty to send a message. Mike Dick is six hundred. Kenny G is three thirty. Dion Warg is three fifty. Son, who the hell wants to hear from Dion Warg? <laughs> she should have knew we won the fucking message. She's like, <laughs> yo, but it's some other people on here that's making money. Like they, like there's some YouTuber on here. He charged forty dollars. It's just crazy. Like I don't know what the hell this is. I don't know whoever came up with this. They're a genius because I'm pretty sure they're getting a, a hefty cut of that money. Oh, of course. If you get ten percent, that's crazy. But this, and you know, some people paying for this shit. There's some people saying, "Oh yeah, I want, I want Dion Warwick to wish my mother happy birthday, so I'm gonna pay this money." <laughs> you could probably hit Dion Warwick on Instagram, like, "Hey, could you uh, send my mother happy birthday message for free <laughs> <laughs> instead of paying for the service?" Holy shit! Son. This nigga Ice Cube charged seven fifty. 
sending like fucking messages huh like mother's day messages and birthday messages and announcements oh you know you know not you say that like you said this is only the beginning i know what the next step is you're gonna be able to facetime these people they're gonna do a quick facetime call with you that's just gonna be like thirteen hundred dollars oh yeah it's gotta be thirteen hundred dollars. that's that that's taking that time but you gotta think about it like an interview now yep and if it's 750 for you to send me a message it just for you to send me a recorded message at seven fifty. If, if I'm gonna talk to a live person, it's gotta be in, it's gotta be in the G, son. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. You gotta think like it's an interview. Whatever they get in charge for the interview, that's exactly what the fuck it would be. Because imagine you start talking and rambling. Hey, oh my god, I can't believe it's fifty cents. Fifty cents, what's going on? And your fucking time is going on, and you only get 50 <laughs> you talking about so you're you're on the phone smashing so much. You're fifteen seconds go. person like yo look I got 50 to call you he's gonna call you in a second <laughs> get yourself together yeah. and get ready to talk because you only got 15 seconds so I need you to get yourself together you can't just let that be a surprise yeah. phone call yeah, so, yo, it's only the beginning I, I gotta come up with one of these motherfucking these, these uh, get, what is it get rich quick schemes I gotta come up with one of these joints because people are getting are fucking killing only fans is killing whoever these motherfuckers are killing Killing I need game. to fucking find you and fucking talk to them and be like, I don't want nothing from y'all. All I need y'all to do is fucking breathe on the phone and say your name at the end. And that's it. That's all I need you to do. That's it. That's it. Some quick money. They got your, they got your old boy on here. Goddamn um, Tiffany Pollard, uh, a.k.a. New York. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> she she calls $175 to send you a message. I mean, everybody getting bread. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Two ninety nine to DM you. <laughs> yo, oh, but, <laughs> now, who in the world? Yo, that's fucking genius, man. You just gotta, yo, you gotta give it up to some people. Yo, this shit is hilarious, man. Like, whoever's listening to this, when you get a chance, you just gotta go to. And I hate to say it because I don't want to feel like I'm plugging them, <laughs> but you gotta go to, <laughs> gotta go to cameo.com. And just look at the people that's on here and the money they're getting. It is hilarious, man. It's the most random people, and they really getting this bread for leaving people messages. And God, some people respond know. within twenty four hours and send a, uh, I guess, and send a message. And other people, you got to wait six days for them to send a message. <laughs> but you still got to pay is. this fucking money, man. Oh, oh. But you know what's crazy about the thing? They say. People are fucking struggling 
people are struggling all over the world are struggling people are you know some people are not able to eat food and shit like that but then there's motherfuckers out here spending three hundred, four hundred dollars on frivolous shit like this. Yo, I can't believe motherfucking, I can't believe motherfucking Eminem spit on the phone. It was crazy. <laughs> I've heard. I heard him spit. And then how you know it's not fucking impersonators? Because motherfuckers is really good. Oh, that you get it. You get a live video. It's like they send you like a little, I guess, almost like a Snapchat video. So you see, it's them. But then again, you're right. People um, do be getting their makeup and stuff on, so they might be fooling you. But yeah, whoever came up with this website is they're genius, man. They got, they got Laval Ball, Laval Ball on here for four hundred flight. What was it? I think he getting like two, three hundred dollars. I'm not one thirty three. Uh, the DM DM part is hilarious. <laughs> yes, it is. I'm not about to pay you to send me no Instagram message. Fuck out of here. Some motherfuckers send and some motherfuckers send you a generic message, a fucking copy and paste. <laughs> same, and the same one, everybody. Yeah, yeah. This is J Lo. I love you. Uh, we on the six, and then that's it. You don't say nothing else. <laughs> fucking uh, spend fifty dollars with a. This is J Lo. We on the six. Holy shit, Billy D. Williams getting three hundred. Who the fuck is still trying to check and push him, son? Somebody is really drinking a Coke 45 waiting for Billy with D. Williams to fucking hit them up. Get the fuck out of here. Come on. Yeah, he, he got 155 <laughs> reviews. And what if you got a shitty service and you go through a dead area and then all of a sudden the shit cuts off? You like you don't get your money back, right? You'd be like, yo, that was your phone. And then you got to complain. That, no, that was your phone. And what happened? You get a refund? Yo, my thing is, does the um the message that they send you, is it like Snapchat where it goes away? Do you get to keep it forever? I, I got so many questions about this site, man. This shit is hilarious, though. I just can't believe it, man. I can't believe the amount of money. <clears throat> I'll say this. I believe that it's going on because we all know the foolishness that goes on in this world. It's just the amount of money that these people are making. Who's this? Oh, the Fran Dresser chick. She getting five hundred a pop. Yo, I've been doing something wrong all my life, man. I've just been living wrong all my life, man. I got. I need. A, I need a do over. Yeah, somebody sat and thought about it. I have to give them their props on that. Yeah, you. You really do. Somebody really sat down. And was like, yo, what if I just got a bunch of stars to agree to send people messages for money? And they put it out there, and the stars like, "Yeah, I'll do it." Holy you know God. what that says? You know what that says? That just says when motherfuckers be like, "I feel like all the ideas are fucking gone." I feel like everybody did all the ideas, and then this motherfucker comes out of there. Hold my beer. Watch, I got something for you. <laughs> I got something for you. Think it's all gone? I got one more for you. One more. Yo, I gotta get off the site. I can't keep doing this shit, son. James Worthy is getting 142. <laughs> Who the fuck is one? James Worthy, son. Nah, you know what would be fucking classic? If they have somebody that's, that's already dead. <laughs> That'd be from the dead. And then all of a sudden, they got some fucking message from like a person that says, well, they told me to tell you. 
Like what some people call mediums. Yes, I spoke to them, yeah. <laughs> and they yeah. told me to tell you. Oh, really? Uh, this is I'm a fucking uh, Jesus, and then I'm just gonna fucking. They don't know what Jesus really looked like. We were none of us was there, so how you know I'm not Jesus? <laughs> I'm Jesus. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> you going to hell, son? I ain't fucking with you on that one. <laughs> I'm gonna put my shit up there. I'm make a whole bunch of money, and I'm gonna be like, my real name is Jesus. So I wasn't trying to say I was Jesus. I was trying to say my name is Jesus, motherfucker. Yep. you know somebody's gonna. I can't believe somebody's perpetrating Jesus. Blah blah blah. blah. And I'd be like, I never said that. Y'all saying it like that. My name is Jesus. <laughs> my name is Jesus. Not my fault. Y'all reading it wrong. Exactly. Oh man, this nigga Alfonso Ribeiro's on here. Who <laughs> wants to hear from Carlton? <laughs> yeah, this site is crazy. Like I said, I don't, I don't want to plug them, but if you're not doing anything, you got some spare time to kill. <laughs> Go to cameo.com and just look at these people. How much they fucking charging for their pep talks and birthday announcements? And, oh Jesus Christ! I gotta log out of this. I log out because I'm not logged in. I just gotta get off the site because this shit's ridiculous. Check it out. Bro. Hey, but he said, shout out to the people who came up with it. It was a goddamn ingenious move. And I'm pretty sure they're getting some good bread off of that. What they got to do, man? Just sit around. They probably was high as hell when they came around it. Mm-mm-mm. You just got to have some weed and just chill. Hey. That's the life they live. Son. Oh, before we get out of here, this gas thing, dude. We got to uh, hopefully... They'll get their they'll get their gas thing together and people won't get out here and start uh shooting and killing and murdering for this gas, man. Because people are like people are loading up extra tankers and extra containers of gas and putting it in their car and their trucks. I think I've seen pictures of people with like the like the ten gallon drums, like people filling them joints up. So we got to be real careful out there, man. If you're gonna get gas, I know. This will be, um, you all will probably listen to it sometime after May 12th. So since like the 10th and 11th is when it's been going on. Hopefully by the time you all listen to this, it'll be over or at least under control. Because right now, I think it really has the potential of getting violent at some point. I'm, I'm hoping that it's over, like you said, this weekend. Um, yeah, but I, I, I was, uh, like I was telling you earlier, I did see a crazy line here in Georgia. I know it's, it's uh, lines are here from, I believe that the oil tanker is, well, the, the pipeline is from Texas to Trenton, New Jersey. Yeah, you go all the way up to Jersey or Virginia or something like that. If that's the case, man, that is uh, not good. So I hope everybody that is able to get gas, I hope you got gas. If not, don't move that much from the car because I, I was, the crazy part is, I remember the last time this happened, and I was I was down here with you in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Remember that shit? Uh, the, the prices went wild. It was on about some five dollars a gallon type shit. It was fucking on some new. I mean, I know California's listening to this like five dollars. That's a normal day. <laughs> literally, that was literally like twelve years ago. It was crazy, and that's when gas was on some other shit. And it was the same thing. People was wilding. It was long lines, and I'm just hoping that it doesn't get to uh, get outrageous. Uh, they said that they'll be able to take care of it by this weekend, so hopefully, like you said, before people, by the time people listen to this, they'll, it'll already be over. 
Yeah, I hope so, man. I don't want to see nobody get hurt, and people are already on edge. So, like, you don't need anything extra to push you over the edge. Like, if you're already struggling to work and you barely got your job and you barely getting money, and then you can't get no gas because somebody in front of you was filling up a fifty gallon drum of gas, you can be like, "Yo, dude, <laughs> you got to come up off that gas pump for before I do something <laughs> to you." So I just hope it don't get to that point. Like I said, by the time people listen to this on like the 12th, 13th, hopefully it'll all be over and we'll be back to some form of normalcy. But I don't want to see the uh, the uh, gas lines because I went, I went to Kroger and when I came out of Kroger, the gas station that was connected to Kroger, the line was through the gas station, through the grocery, grocery like uh, parking lot out onto the street. I was like, oh. This is this is going to be bad. Like somebody's going to get frustrated, and somebody's going to say something to somebody, and it's just going to be that. It's going to be that's going to be their point. They've been waiting. They've been waiting to unload all that quarantine anger and all that. I've been getting the paycheck anger, and somebody's like, "Yo, come on, man! You're gonna fill up your whole tank? Whole? You talking to me? And that's just going to be. It's just going to be on from there because people are on edge. So hopefully, it won't get there. Hopefully, everything will bounce back, and we'll be good out here in these streets. It's gonna, it, 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 uh, I'm full, so I ain't gonna be no gas getting for me anytime soon unless I'm <laughs> over here and take a long cross country trip. And I don't see that happening because I don't want no smoke. People, like you said, people are already on edge. People are just acting, just ready to act a fool over some dumb shit. No, thank you. Yeah, no, I'm good. No, I think I got like a quarter tank, but I'm off for the next two days, so my car is staying parked. <laughs> If I really need something, it's going to be um, Grubhub or DoorDash. There we go. <laughs> I ain't messing with my it. car. Yeah, let them burn their gas. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Uh, other than that, people, we will holler at y'all. Appreciate everybody listening. Appreciate our our views is going up. I see a lot of people listening. We going up to where I think a couple of, about a month ago, we were probably averaging about 10, 12 listeners. Now we're up to about 30 listeners a show. So we appreciate the love. Everybody keep um, listening. Keep uh, liking and commenting and subscribing. If you listen to it on Apple or someplace like that, make sure you go ahead and um, subscribe so we can get our stuff popping. We can get some, maybe get some uh, sponsors or something. We can make some things happen. And you know, we can keep on the hours of the great uh, content. Over now, we're going to ride out. We will holler at y'all later. DNLs is out. Y'all enjoy yourselves.